Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Great to have your company on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota Building Australia. Right now, it's time for the feature interview. Thanks to Imar Insurance, the tradies, mate. Call 13IMAR. This week, the lads caught up with the three-time series champion and seven-time Bathurst winner, Craig Lowndes. Yeah, good afternoon. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's uh, it, As uh, Stevie, listening to that, watching the uh, qualifying, it's uh, it is like Spa as a racetrack is unbelievable. It's probably... Very similar to a Bathurst in the sense of the elevation change. And uh, I'm not surprised that a number of drivers didn't get to a Rouge. Um, cold tyres, trying to carry momentum through there. It's, uh, it was quite exciting. Hey, mate, you've done a couple of uh, races over there in, in Spa and uh, a couple of 24-hour races. And it seems to be a very uh, similar issue in real life with track limits over in that section of the track. And I remember when I was there quite a few years back now, uh, quite a few of the drivers got done the same as the, the V8 guys tonight with, uh, I guess what they call track limits or shortcutting the track over the top of the hill. Yeah, it is, Stevie. I think that uh, there's no doubt that, um, you know, when you sort of go down into there, you, you've got to be committed. There's no doubt about that because, it, you know, the car bottoms out, as you know, and then you're trying to crest over the top and then it leads onto that long straight that camel straight which you really want to carry that momentum but uh, i've got to say the little uh, you know my little secret was that i when i went over there and ran in the ferrari i, I did a lot of the night racing which was really good because that that spotter or that uh i suppose person that determines whether you uh, exceed those track limits you can't really see so i've got to say that driving at night was a lot easier than driving during the day Craig, we're, we're, it's weird times we're in at the moment. Um, what have you been doing during this uh, home, isol- home isolation and shutdown period? Have you been getting plenty of stuff done around the house? Like I know Stevie J has. He's, I've never seen Bree happier. She's a- he's actually mowing lawns and cutting trees. <laughs> have you been the same? And how good is it to actually not have to? I mean, look, we, neither of us in this room. We have travelled the last every second or third weekend for the last twenty five years plus. How good is it to actually have been home for a couple of weeks? Yeah, I suppose it's one of those things that uh, you spend all your you know almost twenty plus years travelling, hotel rooms, airports, planes, racetracks, um, and then all of a sudden you're basically saying, well, now you got to stop all that and stay home. It, it was a bit of a shock to begin with, and uh, to be honest, I didn't know how I was going to go. But uh, as you said, like you know, all the odd jobs around the house that I sort of half job. Harry started and uh, now completed. I think that, uh, that they're the good good things that have been done. The, the gardens and the grasses probably never never looked as so good. But uh, um, I, I suppose thankfully that uh, you know in the shed uh, I've got my first Formula Ford, which uh, uh, luckily I've just been sort of slowly sort of restoring and getting it back up to running again. And uh, so I've spent my time in there. And uh, and to be honest, um, if uh, if basically you know if anything like this was. Uh, um, ever going to show that uh, there's strain on a relationship? Um, I'm Lara and I are still happily married, so it's it's been good. <laughs> well, funny you say that because a lot of the guys like Scotty Mack and we well, can't say SVG because you know he hasn't he's not married. So, uh, uh, but Scotty Mack for sure, spending seven, eight, nine hours a day on the simulator, that's got to be a test on the marriage as well, surely. Oh, for sure. I think there's no doubt. Maybe that's a choice for him to be able to get on the simulator or get a, get some own, his own time. But, uh, you know, he's been doing a fantastic job. At the same time, he's been getting up at sort of, you know, 
through two, three in the morning and, uh, you know, obviously logging into the IndyCar series and doing all that side of it. I know Chaz is, is uh, joined into that series as well, which is really good. So it's it's fantastic to to see that really uh, they've been keeping themselves occupied. And mate, when are we going to expect to see you uh, in the E-Series? When are you going to have a crack? When are they going to dust off the sim and give you a run? I need some practice, to be honest. I think that uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, I, I never grew up really watching, or sorry, never u- using simulators quite a lot. And every time I get my backside into one, it's um, quite entertaining. I think there's a lot of crashes going on. There's a lot of things because you can't really feel the car underneath you. It, it really becomes eye-hand coordination. So it is a uh, an interesting thing to watch what these guys are doing. I know they take it very seriously. I've been talking to Jamie and Shane. Uh, quite regularly in the last sort of week or so and, and try to understand what they need and what they do. It really is something that they've got to get their head around, that visual side of it. And Jamie is struggling. I know Shane does it a lot. He uses the Sims quite a lot right around the world and doing different things. But it is something that uh, for Jamie is quite foreign. And, and I've got to say that uh, I'm the same. I'd love to, to be part of it, but I think I need to, I need some work to actually get closer to the front or at least to the mid-pack. Mate, uh, well, we saw that with Jamie, haven't we? Like, all the boys here have been saying uh, uh, to me, how's Jamie going? Where do you reckon he's going? Is he going to win this one? And I was straight out, nah, he's not going to win it. So what does he do? (laughs) He He goes and wins the last race. So uh, obviously it's taken him a little bit of seat time to get used to it. And they are a different thing to be able to be fast on, aren't they? They are exactly right. I think that Jamie really has upspect his sim i know that he spent some time on it well, a lot of time on it i know that he's trying to perfect it he's trying to get used to it i know shane's really giving him a lot of uh, advice and everything else because as i said shane really operates and uses them quite a lot which is fantastic um i know scotty mclaughlin does you know anton all those guys that spend time on them have actually get got used to what the feel is and what you really need to get out of it uh, because you don't have that tactile feel of, of what the car's doing underneath you, like that seat of the pants of you know locking up wheels, you know understeer, oversteer, all the things that as a driver in a real race car that you actually use as those sensors. It's, it really is quite an interesting thing. But as I said, like they take it very seriously. I know Jamie is really annoyed with himself. I know he won um, the reverse grid, so he finally got, got a got a victory. But it didn't come from a reverse grid. It didn't come from qualifying up the front and being at the front. That's for sure. <laughs> so what do you mean? Some of my greatest victories have come from being on reverse grids. Um, uh, Greg, <laughs> let's get serious about racing for just a second. You're you have a role, obviously, with the Red Bull Holden Racing Team. Uh, you normally, I guess, throughout the year would often get a bit of a steer in the car in the lead-up to the Enduros at, at corporate ride days and that sort of stuff. Are you expecting much seat time before the endurance races come around or do you reckon you're just literally going to have to be forced to slide into the car and do the job? Uh, well, that's a good question. I think that, uh, you know, as soon as we can get back on track, the better we can and, and then all of us can get back behind the, the wheel and back in the seat. But it really may come down to just being at Bathurst for the first time. I know that uh, the forecast is hopefully Winton, um, you know, mid-season, June, July, get, getting back on track. But it really comes down to, uh, you know, obviously getting on top of this virus and, and really containing it. That's something that uh, really for all of us, is really important. I think the beauty about the supercar world at the moment is that we only have to travel within Australia. So not like Formula One or MotoGP or anyone else that have to travel from um, 
country to country. At least we only contain ourselves within the, this one uh, country. So that that's a good thing. But it really, at the end of the day, we've got to get the borders open and uh, we've got to go start racing again. So as much as we can in the sense of seat time, uh, who knows? It just really comes down to when we can start racing again. Hey, mate, obviously you're chat- chatting about your Formula 4 just before. What's the... Uh, what's the plan for that? Obviously, you're going to restore it back to how you uh, raced it and, and won in... Uh, when was that? Back in... Oh, geez, that would have been early 90s, 90, wasn't it? 90, 93 was, a, was the victory yeah. year. But this is actually my first ever one that I bought when I migrated out from go-karts to Formula Ford. So it's an 85 model and uh, a Van Diemen. And, and uh, luckily enough, I knew where it was when we sold it off and got it back. And, uh, yeah, just been slowly sort of repairing it, getting it sorted. And uh, and I've got to say that uh, I, I sat in it not long ago and I've got to say it took me a little while to get out of it. Um, I'm not as, uh, as as small as I once was, but it, it's something that it's, it's keeping me occupied. And, and look, I'd love to do some sort of racing with it at some point, but it really at the end of the day, it, it's for me just uh, sentimental value to have it back in the garage. Would you get it, sorry, Mandy, would you get it on track? Like, Would you restore it, get it running and, and take it out for a run? Well, yeah, it's running. Like there's, uh, the motor's running and everything else. It's just a matter of just uh, sort of slowly building the rest of it up together, getting some stickers made up of what it was back in the day. Um, yeah, and, and talking to a lot of the old uh, people that, you know, you know, I know Phillip Island had a, a massive turnout of the historic racing down there and Formula Ford. I think there was over 50 cars running around. So, uh, yeah, look, if that's possible at some point, once we can start travelling, I think that, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to uh, to take it out and give it a run. And, Craig, just as we wrap up, I know you've had a long-held ambition to do the Le Mans 24 hours, but for whatever reason, it's come and gone and it's been hard to schedule. Is that something that we're, we're going to see you now in your current state of, of retired racing but uh, uh, doing the commentary thing? Are we going to see you get into Le Mans eventually? Well, I hope so. Like That's the one race that I've always loved to have uh, completed or done, um, put on the CV at the end of the day. And I think that... Uh, you know whether it's this year or next year hopefully so this year was, was looking positive but I've got to say that also that we've been told that they're, they're also looking at maybe rescheduling it later in the year so like who knows it could it could be still possible but uh, hopefully in the next year or two yeah that, that'll definitely be the, the sort of the aim to be able to do that. All right Lounsey um, hopefully we'll see you in the E-Series this year is there a track you'd like to make your debut on? Well, Spa tonight would have been perfect. It's a circuit that I've uh, done Formula 3000. I've done, uh, you know, the 24-hour races. So it would have been a perfect race to uh, to be able to do. But I think next week there's the Spirit, uh, sorry, the Circuit of of America. So it's another track that I know. Um, so it'd be nice if, if you can do a circuit that you do know. Uh, that That's half the battle. It's just then getting your head around the sim. Actually, mate, just before we go, I, there, not many people have had the opportunity to race at Spa, and you've got that famous, what was it, turn two, three, I suppose, Eau Rouge. What's it like to go through there, both in a Formula 3000 car and a GT car? Because it looks mighty. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's it's the reverse of Skyline. It really is, because of the downforce that you go through there. So in the Formula 3000 Back in 97 when I raced there, uh, we qualified in, uh, we practiced and qualified in the wet. We raced in the dry. We actually asked FIA at the time that uh, there was a number of rookies in the category, me being one of them, that uh, whether we could have a, like a 10-minute 
practice session to actually feel what it was like, but they declined that. So we went straight into a race, which was quite interesting, but wow. it was almost flat and it was no different in the Ferrari when we, when we raced there in the 24 hour, it was literally a slight lift and then straight back on the throttle. Um, it's quite incredible because it, as I said, it's like the reverse of Skyline. Once you get to it, you've got to be committed from that point on. All right, we're going to let you go, Lounsey. Don't go if you are going to train for the E Series. Uh, will we see you at Jamie Wincup's place uh, training? <laughs> no, well, at the moment that'd be actually probably that, that's probably not a bad idea because he's simmer from what I understand of the upgrades and everything else he's spent and, and uh, got it organised. It's I think it's one of the best in the country. It'd be like driving Miss Daisy, wouldn't it? Um, Lounsey, <laughs> we appreciate your time tonight from Red Bull Holden Racing. Uh, we'll let you go and, and watch the race. Uh, thanks for your time tonight on the driver's seat as I racing. No problem. Thank you very much, guys. Craig Lowndes, our feature interview. Thanks to IMAR Insurance, the tradies, mate. Call 13IMAR or visit imar.com.au. You're listening to the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, and together we're building Australia. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.